Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and today is Wednesday, August 2nd, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say, of course, welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So, today is, of course, Wednesday, which means we're in the middle of the week. It's neither hard nor is it easy. It is, on a scale of 1 to 5, it is a 3. As always, if you do find this episode to be a little challenging, I encourage you to listen to it anyway. Listen tomorrow, listen to Friday, because you never know when you might actually know some answers, and you might actually learn something as well. If, on the other hand, you find this episode to be maybe a little too simple, well, tune in tomorrow, because we will make it a little bit more difficult. So, without further delay... Let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. In George Orwell's dystopian novel, 1984, what is the infamous slogan of the ruling party? And that slogan is, quote, war is peace. Freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength, end quote. 1984 is a dystopian social science fiction novel and a cautionary tale by English writer George Orwell. Thematically, it centers on the consequences of totalitarianism, mass surveillance, and repressive regimentation of people and behaviors within a society. The slogan, War is Peace, Freedom is Slavery, Ignorance is Strength, is plastered throughout the town and on buildings within the novel. The government ministries in the novel also reflect this, as they are deliberately named after the opposite of their true functions. Uh, For example, the Ministry of Peace concerns itself with war, the Ministry of Truth with lies, the Ministry of Love concerns itself with torture, and the Ministry of Plenty concerns itself with starvation. The book is also where the term Big Brother comes from. If you've heard the term Big Brother, uh, it's often in reference to an overbearing government. Moving on to question two. Which celestial body in our solar system has the highest known volcano? And the answer there is Mars. Olympus Mons, which is Latin for Mount Olympus, is a large shield volcano on Mars. It is over 72,000 feet high, which is roughly 13 miles or almost 22 kilometers high, and it is about two and a half times the size of Mount Everest above sea level. Mount Olympus Mons is the youngest of the large volcanoes on Mars, although it last erupted over 25 million years ago. Significantly higher than Earth's Mount Everest, Olympus Mons would actually not be that difficult for humans to climb because of the volcano's shallow slopes and Mars's low gravity. So, the highest known volcano in the solar system is Olympus Mons on Mars. Moving on to question three. What is the name of the alphabet that is used in languages such as Russian, Turkic, and Mongolic?
and that alphabet is Cyrillic. The Cyrillic script, or the Slavic script, is a writing system used for various languages across Eurasia. It is the designated normal script for various Slavic, Turkic, Mongolic, Caucasian, and Iranic-speaking countries in Southeastern Europe, Eastern Europe, the Caucasus, Central Asia, North Asia, and even as far as East Asia. Uh, and it is used by many other minority languages as well. The early Cyrillic alphabet was actually developed during the 9th century AD at the Preslav Literary School in the First Bulgarian Empire during the reign of Tsar Zimian the Great. As of 2019, around 250 million people in Eurasia use Cyrillic as the official script for their national languages, with Russia accounting for about half of them. With the ascension of Bulgaria to the European Union on the 1st of January 2007, Cyrillic became the third official script of the European Union following the Latin and Greek alphabets. Moving on to question four. What is the term for the financial statement that shows the revenues, expenses, and profits of a company over a specific period? And that financial statement is called an income statement. An income statement shows a company's revenues, expenses, and profitability over a period of time. It is also sometimes called a profit and loss statement or an earning statement. Basically, it shows your revenue from selling products or services. Now, if you guessed balance sheet, you're actually quite close. However, a balance sheet provides a snapshot of a firm's financial position at a specific point in time, while an income statement, also known as a profit or loss statement, measures performance over a period of time. So an income statement is over a specific period of time. Balance sheet is a simple snapshot. Moving on to question five. Who painted the Sistine Chapel ceiling? And that famous painter was Michelangelo. Michelangelo di Lodovico Buonarroti e Simoni, or simply and thankfully called Michelangelo, he was an Italian sculptor, painter, architect, and poet of the High Renaissance. Born in the Republic of Florence, his work was inspired by models from classical antiquity and had a lasting influence on Western art. The Sistine Chapel is a large papal chapel built within the Vatican between 1477 and 1480 by Pope Sixtus IV, for whom the chapel is named. The ceiling of the chapel was painted at the commission of Pope Julius II, who selected Michelangelo for the task. The ceiling is over 5,000 square feet, or 500 square meters in, in, in size, and contains over 300 figures. It took Michelangelo over four years to complete. So Michelangelo painted the famous Sistine Chapel ceiling. Moving on to question six, what is the study of insects called? And 
And that study is called entomology. Entomology is the scientific study of insects and is a branch of zoology. In the past, the term insect was less specific and historically the definition of entomology would also include the study of animals in other anthropod groups, such as arachnids, myriapods, and crustaceans. Entomology is rooted in nearly all human cultures from prehistoric times, primarily in the context of agriculture. However, scientific study in the modern sense actually only began relatively recently in the 16th century. To date, over 1.3 million insect species have been described, and more than two-thirds of all known species, with some insect species dating back to nearly 400 million years ago. So, the study of insects is called entomology. Moving on to question seven. Which mountain range separates the Indian subcontinent from the rest of Asia and stretches across several countries, including India, Nepal, Bhutan, and Pakistan? That mountain range is called the Himalayas. The Himalayas is a mountain range in Asia, separating the plains of the Indian subcontinent from the Tibetan plateau. The term Himalaya comes from the Sanskrit word Hima, which means snow frost, and Alaya, which means dwelling or abode. The range has some of the highest peaks on Earth, including the very highest, Mount Everest, and there are actually over 100 peaks that exceed elevations of 23,000 feet, or 7,200 meters. The Himalayan range is one of the youngest mountain ranges on the planet and consists mostly of uplifted sedimentary and metamorphic rock. According to the modern theory of plate tectonics, its formation is a result of a continental collision along the convergent boundary between the Indo-Australian plate and the Eurasian plate. During the Upper Crustaceous, uh, which was about 70 million years ago, the north-moving Indo-Australian plate was moving at about 15 centimeters per year. Today, the Indian plate continues to be driven at the Tibetan Plateau, which forces the plateau to continue to move upwards. The Indian plate is still moving at about 67 millimeters per year. This causes the Himalayas to rise by about 5 millimeters annually. Moving on to question 8. Who is often referred to as the Queen of Pop and is one of the best-selling musical artists of all time? The Queen of Pop was Madonna. Madonna Louise Sissoni is an American singer, songwriter, and actress. Known as the Queen of Pop, Madonna has been widely recognized for her continual reinvention and versatility in music production, songwriting, and visual presentation. Her works, which incorporate social, political, sexual, and religious themes, have generated both controversy and critical acclaim. A prominent cultural figure crossing both the 20th and 21st centuries, Madonna remains one of the most well-documented figures of the modern age. 
a fun fact is that before any of this fame, Madonna actually worked at a Dunkin' Donuts while trying to make ends meet as a dancer in New York. However, she actually lost her job uh, because she apparently squirted jelly at a customer. So, Queen of Pop once worked at a Dunkin' Donuts, was actually fired from a Dunkin' Donuts. Moving on to question nine. Which British rock band is often referred to as the greatest rock and roll band in the world and is known for hits like Satisfaction and Painted Black? The greatest rock and roll band in the world is the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones are an English rock band formed in London in 1962. Active for over six decades, they're one of the most popular and enduring bands of the rock era. In the early 1960s, the band pioneered that gritty, rhythmically driven sound that came to define hard rock. The Rolling Stones' estimated record sales of over 200 million makes them one of the best-selling musical artists of all time. The band has won three Grammy Awards and Grammy Lifetime Achievement Awards. They were introduced, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989 and the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2004. Billboard Magazine and Rolling Stone Magazine have both ranked the band as one of the greatest of all time. Last question of the day, moving on to question 10. In Greek mythology, who is the god of the sea? The Greek god of the sea is Poseidon. Poseidon is one of the 12 Olympians in ancient Greek religion and mythology. He presides over the sea, storms, earthquakes, and horses for some reason. For some reason, he over, presides over horses as well. He was the protector of seafarers and the guardian of many Hellenic cities and colonies. In pre-Olympian Bronze Age Greece, Poseidon was venerated as a chief deity at Pylos and Thebes with the cult title Earth Shaker. The Roman equivalent to Poseidon is Neptune, as both gods are associated with the sea and are often depicted carrying a trident. So, Greek mythology, god of the sea is Poseidon. Well, that concludes this round of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, I encourage you to check in tomorrow on Thursday. We'll make it a little bit more difficult. If you found this one to be uh, to be a little hard, I encourage you to always listen anyway. As always, we encourage you to recommend us to friends and family, always trying to grow the community here at My Daily Trivia. And I want to thank each of you for listening to My Daily Trivia today. Once again, I'm your host, Danny, and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>